Welcome to Detox Living, where we bring you tips, truths, and testimonials to power your toxic-free living. I'm Coach Jessie, fibroid survivor, turned health activist and founder of The Detox Now, a holistic health platform that provides education and supplements to combat chronic disease, obesity, reproductive health issues, and lower life expectancy rates. Those things. So joining me tonight is Dr. P and here he is. Woo, yes. Hi. Hey. Hey, live today. I got you today. I'm here. (laughs) Woo, last week. I was saying to the people, well, last week he couldn't join us because he was doing just what he does, slave fibroids. So um, thank you. Pretty no problem. Much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Listen, first of all, I just want to shout out the nonprofit work that Dr. P does. Um, you want to just quickly tell them about that before we go into our conversation because y'all are actually fundraising right now for an important mentorship program. Yeah, so. You know, Pulse of Perseverance is a journey that me and my brothers, uh, two doctors that uh, we met each other, um, you know, my brothers were like, we met each other at undergrad, uh, pushed pushed each other to become physicians. We wrote a book chronicling our lives and, and, and our journey as black men is not only getting to success, but what it's like um in in these hospitals in these spaces uh where we are the minority uh from from the book sales we hit major platforms today show abc world news every dollar that we took from that from book sales uh and donations we've given it back 100 percent to scholarships we've given away monthly scholarships since september of 2018 Love give a thousand dollars a month our next venture now is uh is is even more important work is a mentoring app where we're revolutionizing mentorship, uh, making it so that these young kids uh, have the access uh, to people and spaces, you know, doctors, lawyers, engineers, you know, uh, you know, uh, talent agent, talent agents, uh, you name it. We've met pilots, we've met black uh, excellence all over the all over the country uh, and putting them all in one space. Uh, at the touch of the hand awesome. uh, for these kids to, to reach out and talk to. So please uh, donate uh, to a cause. I mean, if there's nothing else to donate to, you got to donate to our future. We can't talk about healthcare disparities. That's right. We can't talk about all of these things that are happening with our kids and not being in the mix and being less than 5% in every professional realm and complaining about it, but not doing anything about it. So we're, we know what it takes to get these kids there and change the narrative um, you know, and then shift the culture and that's what we're trying to do. So if that. you can, if you can donate, uh, you know, pulse of P3, P-U-L-S-E of P3.org, uh, backslash events. Um, we would love and help and thank you. You can follow us too and see the work that we're doing uh, all over the country, uh, mentoring and speaking to kids, uh, and what we're providing for our future generations. But and it's in you. the link in your bio too. That's, that's how I donated. It's in Absolutely. his the link in his bio of his page, which hopefully you're definitely following him. Um, because like you said, we, we, we have to put our dollars where our, our, what we say we profess, right? We, we say we want um, to be the leaders of, of the industries. Cause we have, we have the, 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 we have the, the power to be so um, because of who we are. I mean, we have the brilliance. It's just that we need the access. We need the support. We need the mentorship. Um, 
And that allows us to, if you can see it, you can be it, right? Um, but then Absolutely. also not just see it, but then actually touch it, right? Because that's that's what this that's does. What you gotta do. It you gives know, you, you can say it, say it all day long, but you got to really be able to, you know, talk to people and understand. You know, there's so many things. I, I was blessed um, by just working hard and uh, just never refusing to accept failure for an answer. Uh, you know, and I was blessed to get through it, but so many of our kids really can't get through it just because they don't. They can't get over, you know, these hurdles and obstacles that have that are put there purposely to keep us marginalized. Purpose. So, you know, that's, that part. Yeah. Purpose. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to trying to show show kids the way and just put them. Everybody can't be. Everybody doesn't want to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. We're not pushing people to be doctors. Right. Everybody don't want to be a lawyer. Like we're trying to get kids to find. That's what the app is designed to do. Number one, expose them to all of the things that they don't even know about. You know, you want to play professional basketball, but what about the agents? What about yep. the managers? What about, what about all the of the other revenue streams right. in that business, right. in that Absolutely. industry? And mm -hmm. so we opening that, you know, opening their minds to that and not only opening our minds to those things, but also putting them with a mentor that's already in those spaces to, you know, to be able to help them. So the app is super dope, man. I, that's phenomenal. Biased, that's that's where the rubber meets dope. the road. That's yeah. where the rubber meets the road. So I, I love it. So I just, yeah. I'm glad that, you know, Hey, we put that at the top because if, if we don't put what are we doing this for right. right we're doing this for a better tomorrow and we want we want to make, make a better today so that tomorrow looks better right so that when tomorrow comes it's gonna be brighter Absolutely. right and and, and, it, and it's definitely for we have to be the cavalry right and and that really is a good segue to what you know why we're doing what we're doing is that you know, somebody asked me, and, and, I, and I got this, I said, you know, I'm going to tee it up and give you this question first. They said, like, why partner now? What is it this partnership? What is it that this partnership will provide your patients, right? Because yeah. putting the power in your hands of what you can do, I said, hold on, I'm sorry, I'm put, taking, taking, putting the words, you tell, you tell them, Dr. B. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so a partnership, you know, when, when, when I'm finished with surgery and when I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm done. Like, like, you know, the people ask like, well, what can you do to prevent? I'm pretty, I, I, I feel confidence about, you know, my work and the work that I do as far as recurrence and things are concerned. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a perfect science and really everything that happens in our life, uh, no matter what it is, whether we go through cancers or, or any of, of many of the ailments that we go through, it has a lot to do with what we put in our bodies. Uh, from food to supplements and, and you know, things to, to stop chronic inflammation and those things. It's, it's, it's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. So, um, you know, my answer, you know, is typically, you know, just got to live healthier, but to have, <laughs> and they look to, at you to, like, right. Like what, huh? how do I do that? So <laughs> to, to be able to have somebody that, that can coach them through how to live healthier lives, how to, you know, uh, you know, put supplements that are going to matter in your body and put, uh, you know, healthier foods into your body like it's you know that's that that's what i felt the the need for the partnership was giving the next step as far right. as like what what now right um so i think a that's a curated extremely, extremely curated important. plan a curated plan absolutely. specifically designed for that absolutely yeah that yeah. that's exciting for me because you know the first part which i mentioned earlier is some people feel like well you know you know what we always hear is some people say like okay, I, I, I don't want to have surgery. I'm like, okay, but wait a second. Do you need to consider it, right? Like, I don't come, if you come to the table and you're like, 
this is what's happening. I'm like, okay, what is the doctor saying? Okay, let's look at this. And you've tried. Some people are like, well, I want to try. I want to try to use everything I have at my disposal naturally. And they've had success. And some people, no. Some people don't have time working on their factor. Like, you know, they may be trying. Like you said, they have advanced concerns with fertility or they're having um, severe complications. It's saying, you know what? I have options. And I, I'm, and I have tools and support to do what's in my power to do. And part of that is also for me, part of those options is, is connecting them to a doctor like you specifically, who I know is going to give them the real, real, right? Because yeah. the question I got was, well, Coach Jesse, I thought you were preaching, you know, holistic health. And what is this about? Why are you connecting us to surgeons? Uh, sir, I, I've heard, what is it exactly? Oh, surgery is, why are you telling them to have surgery? I said, first of all, Let's clear the clear the narrative and the correct information here. I am not telling you to have surgery. I'm saying if your if your situation, given all your concerns, right, you want the best best recommendation for your case. Number one, I trust Dr. P, and I and I say this because I said I said to someone if I was getting on the table tomorrow and I had fibroids in a scenario where I needed to have them removed. I will be calling Dr. P. Now, that t if, if I have a sister, that tells you everything you need to know. I have family who needs it because of whatever there's, maybe they just don't want to, they don't, they, they just don't want, they want to specifically deal with, they want to have surgery or they're having complications that require, or they're trying to have a baby. The first thing I say, listen, you know what? I need you to have a consultation with Dr. P because then I know what the assessment is going to be real. And the assessment, he's not gonna say, yeah, let's book you for surgery before even looking at you. He's not gonna say, let's have, let, let's, let's, I can put you on my calendar because he's trying to, um, you know, fill up his calendar because it's already full. Already. It, is, <laughs> it, it is absolutely crazy. I gotta start doing something. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting bananas. Listen, do, uh, let, let, we're not doing no AI replications, okay, Dr. P? No AI nah. replications. No, nah, I'm, I'm, people will be like, oh, we're, They'll ask me, like, are you doing the surgery? I'm like, yes. hell yeah. Like, what you mean? <laughs> what you mean? I don't, I, don't, I don't get on here and talk this shit and then let somebody do something crazy. Like, if, if I'm going to go down, it's on my own shield. I'm don't not, be on like, my own. I, I, yeah, I, I stand behind everything I say. Like, I'm, yeah, I, I am who I am. Right. And, then, and the other thing they asked me was, okay, so are you saying that it's the first, re, the first course, a first plan, you know, the, the first strategy should... Well, it depends. Again, it depends on your case. Yeah. If you it have hydronephrosis and your kidneys yeah. are swollen because of the fibroid, that can cause future kidney damage. Yeah. That can cause kidney damage right now. Yeah. yeah, you need to get that taken care of right away. Yeah. That that's not that's go. What is it? What do they say in Monopoly? Go directly to go. Don't stop. Don't with. don't pass. Go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. Right. Like you need <laughs> to go straight. <laughs> like straight. Yeah. It's like right? I mean because you know unfortunately because of the the lack of access to care right. uh it it hits our women uh, much harder you know we i when i see us right. we have ad advanced fibroid disease right. a lot of women have advanced fibroid disease and so you can't expect uh you know to to change uh yeah 
in an instant. You know, year, years what and years of something years. growing and what took years and, you know, right. a, a few months. It just doesn't right. happen that way. So, you know, it, it just, you know, it, it, we have to be very realistic about where we're at and right. our circumstances. Like, I, I tell women all the time, like, sometimes you do have time. Right. You you have time to see options and see things that are non-surgical. Right. I, I, I don't put, I don't put surgeries on right. anybody. Right. You know, I give, I give options every single person I'm going to give you option. Now, if you have fibroids that are coming up to your throat, then I'm like, listen, you you can choose to live with this if you want to, but your options are very limited. But right. you don't, you know, if you don't, right. if you don't want you surgery, got, I'm not going to put know. it on you. Right. But with that being said, it's just like, you have to make informed. Um, lo logical, informed yeah. and logical decisions about everything that you do. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's a really important thing right so really informed like for our book and fibroids manual and guide we literally listed all the surgeries all the medications everything because what i found is when people are trying to find their options they're becoming a research assistant mm -hmm. okay dr p in terms of trying to collect all of the white papers and, and all this i'm like okay you know what we put it in one place so you could have information because something you just said was really critical is that most when black women have fibroids we don't just have them in um, a high, higher percentage, we have them more symptomatic, right? We have right. them with, with, with more complications, right? So the other thing we're trying to do is help stigmatize the idea of heavy periods from beginning, right? So that they don't end up with advanced fibroid disease because they tackle it when you're at the hormonal balance stage, right? Mm -hmm. We're like, well, wait a minute. My doctor's been, to, I had, I, we, we had a client her doc, she's been having heavy periods since she was 10. She missing missing school every month, okay, Dr. P? And the doctor kept saying, you're okay. Then she told her to take, um, what was it? Uh, uh, Birth control to, pills. Yeah, no, not yet. That was later on. Before that, it was, you could take, a, I think it was ibuprofen up to a certain amount just for the pain. And she was like, so to the point where she developed gut issues because of that and just said, she just told her, you just bleed heavy. Finally, at 19, she found out she had fibroids and then mm -hmm. they tried to put her on birth control pills. But here's the deal is your body, right, is telling you something. And what we're what we're looking to do is I'm for the detox. Now, we want you to get educated to don't go past the heavy period, like don't go past it like it's not a major warning sign. Right. right. So because prevention is cure. Right. If we can do it from then we can start making adjustments in diet the nutrition plan make adjustments in the supplements that you're taking make adjustment in the stress management which is huge because the chronic stress is a major upregulator of whatever whatever you're dealing with right then we've seen we've seen women not get to there right reverse it and even some women by changing these things not only their suffering was so crazy they were on narcotic drugs for the pain, They're, they were changing peer, um, paths every 20 to 30 minutes. And then on our protocol, in a month, complete change. At that point, you know what that does, Dr. P? That gives them time if they're not suffering, like mm -hmm. you just said, to say, okay, wait a minute, my body's responding, let me now allow to continue. One of the doctors said, continue doing what you're doing because whatever you're doing, you're making progress. But if you're not making progress, don't ignore that because your body's telling you you have other issues going on right so again 
it's putting the education in your hands and equipping you with more uh, laser information so that you can help empower yourself, advocate for yourself before things become complicated. And then when things are complicated, if they are complicated, you have the best resource in your toolkit. Somebody, I was talking to somebody, I remember I was on a panel and it was like, a, you know, what, what we said is that some surgeon, and I know you'll get this, for, for some surgeon, every fibroid, all he has is a hammer and that hammer is a hysterectomy, right? Mm -hmm. For some surgeon, the only thing they have is a vertical incision. That's uh, all they got. That's all they can bring to the table. So somebody, somebody says like, because I'm looking at some yeah, yeah. of these comments. So, so, and uh, like some of us are not trusting that doctors benefit their well-being, and uh, I, I agree That's with real. you, right? You know, so so there are many physicians that are out here for the bottom line or for the dollar. Um, and to that to that point, you know, I will I would I try to educate people as much as I can about the profession as far as how you can really sift that out you know when you when you look at anything else you kind of look at the holistic part of every, what somebody's trying to tell you what they're giving you and then you make an educated uh assessment as far as like the information they give you them as a person and those things like when we really when we look into medicine we really just look at what they're telling us and like you know, you're not looking at the whole picture. Mm -hmm. Like you have to look at who this person is. Like who, like, you know, are they- What if, are some red really, flags for you? Yeah. Maybe maybe that would help them. Give them some so, red flags. Like a red, red flag, a, red, a couple of red flags. Um, You know, one, one red flag is, is that if someone is a, you know, a, a, a professional in some way, shape or form, and they have social media platforms mm -hmm. it should reflect what they're passionate about right mm. don't be don't be afraid to go to somebody so what are they talking about what is what 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 is their social media like That's what good. are they really talking about so if they're talking about a bunch of nonsense or are they even talking about things that are not against your cult or against your culture or against who you are or whatever mm -hmm. you gotta take that in consideration <laughs> don't don't eliminate their social media platform if they're if they are you know, when they're, when, when they're talking to you, are they breaking things down? Are they answering your questions? Are they, um, are they trying to, are they really listening to you yeah. and, and coming up with a plan that works for you? You know, that, you know, that both of you all can kind of have a conversation because it's a mutual, it's a mutualistic relationship. I should not be dictating to you what your treatments are. I should not be doing those things. Like when you hear me talk, like if it's things that can save you money like that, or to save you deductibles and save you things, like I'll go with that. Like I don't, I don't get a bunch of unnecessary labs, a bunch of unnecessary tests. Once I have the information, now I'm ready to present you with the information or what have you. Like, is your doctor really like being uh, efficient and listening to you and open the conversation so that you can have input into your own care? Like, these are these are the things like I, I there's so many doctors I know they'll you know they're sending you for serial ultrasounds they're sending you to come back every week every you know do this do that or what have you like take this blood draw what have you like this this is just revenue generators this is revenue mm -hmm. builders it, 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 it's stall tactics to put you back you know in surgery or what have mm -hmm. you like if you have a person that's more uh this this more concentrated with revenue you can see those things yeah like but but it's really about you know 
you know, and you could talk to, you know, patient like in the social media era that we're in. Like yeah. if somebody has a social media platform, like their patients are attached That's to that. right. Like, right. See what their patients are talking about. Like see like That's such a good point. Like, because like and especially the patients access. the patients the patients that look like mm -hmm. you, like that are in positions that you are, like they should be able to like highlight their patients, put their patients out there, not hiding them, putting their private pages up or whatever. Like all of that should be open books. Like I, I say that, like you can do research behind the sure. curtains to, to pick providers that make sense for you. And that's what we're not doing. Like, you know, if you, if you just looking at a straight Google review, you could pay oh. for Google reviews. Oh if, my you're, God. if you're just looking at- And they don't, take, they don't right. factor in ethnic concordance. Google no, reviews are not going to tell you how they treat black and brown people. Not They're usually going to be, right? Just yeah, going to be talking about, mostly it's going to be, you know, nothing related to their cultural sensitivity. They're listening. So something that you said, it, it really struck me is that I always tell our clients that remember, whenever you're going into a doctor's office, there are two experts in the room, right? You mm -hmm. are the expert on yourself. Of your body, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the physician is the doctor in is the, is the expert in their field, right? Mm -hmm. So if they just diminish your expertise, that's yeah. not someone you want to spend yeah. time with, right? Because yeah. they're not going to be listening to you, and you know your body the best. You know yeah. what's going on, right? If they're dismissing you, that is a number one oh. sign. That's a major red flag, right? Yeah. And somebody says like most most of us get the one size fits all approach. Absolutely, yes. you feel if you feel that way, you got you don't be scared to get a second, third, fourth opinion. Don't yep. be scared to just walk out and just say, okay, I'm not going to just do what you're saying. Like absolutely, you know, if you feel that way, listen to your inner self. Like, if your inner self saying something is wrong, like you know, pivot, absolutely, you know, keep and looking. this is that that for me is why I also am excited about this partnership because I know you do telehealth. Right. So no matter yeah. where, like I, I, one of, um, one of our clients, your patient, my client, she was out of Philadelphia and mm -hmm. she's going to be sharing her testimony soon, which is amazing. Oh, right. She, you moved the hundred and I think it was eight, mm -hmm. five words. Yeah. And she, she's, uh, she actually coming. She's coming this week. That's right. She told me she's going to uh, see she's you. She's coming this week. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And everybody told her hysterectomy was the only option. Right. Yeah. And I looked at her, I said, listen, you know what I would, I, I ha we have our fibroids kit and you know I, I love our protocol but you are you are not you need to an, ex an intervention now mm -hmm. this is not something your timetable does not allow we need to we need to resolve this health issue now it's causing yeah. crisis now and I asked yeah. I said please make a consultation with Dr. P please and she did because yeah. she was she she trusted me she knew if I said listen I'm not going to just send you. And I know a lot of physicians, right? But there, I've never had a partnership with a surgeon before. This tells you a lot, y'all, that I trust this man enough to say, you know what? I want you to be the person who I refer my clients to, to give them a real, real um, recommendation and review of what's going on with their case. And to to support and and be you know to guide and 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 be their physician, be their surgeon if they need it, right? Because like the biggest thing is the reason why it's so important is because you said it at the top. Advanced situations are so many of us find ourselves in advanced situations because of all of the inequities from before. 
because of all the disparities of not being listened to, of being told, you know, that, or, or scared because all they say to you, like I've had so many clients young and they just say to them, oh, you need a hysterectomy, 30 something years old. Never, you, you haven't even, one, he hadn't even examined her. Oh, you need a hysterectomy. And they're like, I'm running from this. <laughs> hey, I'm just re reading these conversations. Like that. I get 15 minutes with my primary. I mean, that's not, and that's, you know, uh, it, it's, it's it, just to be just total honest about it. There, there is a balance into it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I can't, I, I, I will defend doctors to a point of where you have to look at it. Like, you know, anybody's work. Like you have to be efficient. You mm -hmm. have to be, you know, you have to maximize things. Right. So the insurance companies are, are really what ruin medicine. If you really want to get to it, like, you know, they pay pennies on the dollars for these visits or whatever. And there's pressure in most realms for doctors to right. have to produce like Certain number. You know, if you spend, if you spend hours and hours with people and now you've seen five people as opposed to 10 people or 15 people, right? right? Like they, they frown upon that because it, it does impact the bottom line. Right. Um, but with that being said, too, uh, it, it's it's also a thing about, you know, care, just the doing the right thing. You know, I've been I have been, I guess, blessed and cursed with always doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't care. Like, I, I will never let anybody leave out of my room with questions, concerns or what I don't care if it takes 30 minutes, hour, hour. It doesn't matter. And with that, people like I will say, understand that. Right that the same care and time that you want your doctor to take with you realize he's doing that for somebody else so if he's late to talk to you or yeah, he's late patient. to be with you he's doing that with someone else too so like you have to be considerate because we can't have it both ways right we can't have it say he's i don't want don't don't but with me you got to answer all these questions i don't care about them but like you answer me right. 45 minutes right. but with everybody else you right. have to, like so be considerate right. And understand because like I've, I've been blessed uh that god has blessed me to be able to do things that i want to do to take care of my patients mm -hmm. the way that i want to take care of them to well, not be to not have to micromanage I, i've been i've been i've been blessed to be able to do that so i'm able to take more time and do the things that i do just because i'm in that position to do that all physicians are not able to do that um, you know, but with that being said, like you have to be courteous, like when the extra is being given to you, when when people are sacrificing for you, yeah. that you have to realize they have to do that for Other every people. single person. So just 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 be cognizant of that. Yeah, factor that in. Factor that you, in. That's true. You'd be you you be you'd be surprised. <laughs> like some of these people, are like what? It's like because like I like it was like all right, the consultation fee. I can't pay all that. All right, so you pay a consultation fee, and then so you know book you for surgery and then I, I help you get here and then when you get here post-op i'm calling you i stop by hotels yeah no 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 like, no, no. the dedication is real like the dedication is real i go by i'm you know i'm i'm hands-on with everything people got my cell phone numbers they got my email addresses they got my dm you have pretty much access to me all the time and then, so it's and like it changes. The big don't call right. him after that it changes yeah <laughs> no, I don't. I'm just, I'm just super cool. Like I'm always, like I always just have to do the right thing. Like I treat everybody I, like, and that's like that, like that's family. everything. No, that's that's everything. But understand, there is a take. There's a give and take. Yeah. Just like if yeah. we want that support, then we have to be willing. Like I have been in those doctors' offices for 
hours for let's say i have a, a, a i have an ophthalmologist because of uh uh you know my my um eye doctor and and it's not and it's like i'm every time i'm there for an hour and a half so i don't know i guess i've learned to be patient but anyway um next question so someone said they're your they they said my um mother had a hysterectomy because of fibroids that were the size of a grapefruit i desperately want to prevent that but all they want to do is butcher me. Book a consultation with Dr. P. Um, yeah. Start there. I put his I put his website um, on the, I pinned it at the bottom. I also encourage you to take our quiz so that you can also, that's the other thing is you're not gonna, you need a tribe. This is where I was going. You need a tribe. You're not gonna be able to sit in the doctor's office for hours, okay? Right. He, he, can't, he can't literally do every single thing. That's why you have to have a support system, right? right? That is why we do what we do, so that you have a support system that will help, like, navigate this whole situation for you, okay? Because I've had my own uh, gastro doctor say, I said, so what should I be um, eating right now? He says, well, you know better than me. <laughs> he said, they didn't teach me that in med school. Uh -huh. He said, he was honest. He was honest. <laughs> you know, he was like, I'm going to be honest. That's not what they teach us. I said, okay. Well, it's like, you know, Listen. somebody lives in New York City, you you don't want surgery, you won't have it. Like, I, I can't tell you if you need surgery right. now, you're from other cities, but I will say this, and I'll say this, I'll say this to my patients, people on my page or what have you, you can't let your location or your region dictate your care, right? That's right. People, you, you do things in every other round, you will fly, you will do anything, whatever. If it, if it was something cosmetic, you will fly. If it was something that, you know, you really wanted, if it was something like a, a possession, like a car or something that you really wanted, it was only one in Texas, you go down there and get that car in Texas, like, and go get it, whatever, if you didn't have it in your space. So to that end, I'm not saying I'm the only person, but I, there are gynecologic deserts. I will tell you that right now. New York yeah. is one of them. And that's mm -hmm. real. You know, I've had patients, for, if I had a, a dollar for every patient that I have fly in from New York or L.A., I, you know, I would be Isn't that crazy? well beyond my means. I'm but, in New York. You know, so, to that, no, to that, to that Minimum end, invasive you know, people, surgery. Yeah. Know, people come and say, well, do you have anybody in New I got York? I don't. I'm fertility, sorry, though. I don't. I got a fertility yeah. specialist. <laughs> they they there. But as far as from like from surgery-wise, you don't. So you 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 can always utilize insurances to your benefit like you know you can I, open enrollment is a beautiful thing it's insurances make right a whole now. Open, get that PPO. Make a whole bunch of money off mm -hmm. of us right so it's nothing for you to go into open enrollment get your designer plan right that's yep. going to allow you to travel get a PPO get a plan or whatever and PPO travel plan. travel yeah. for your surgery and and this right? is this this is a uh, open enrollment season november Coming up right so, around the corner. This so, the so just imagine if you want to do the math, right? If you got to pay another two, three, or even four hundred dollars per month for a PPO plan that allows you to travel. Now you pay, you know, anywhere from two to four thousand dollars for the year, and you've gotten the surgery, the tens or twenties or thirty, forty thousand dollar surgery that you needed, you know, for fractions of a dollar. You know, but if you just say, hey, I, my insurance don't cover it, I can't do it, and you allow somebody to do something you don't want them to do, like, can't really say it's, you know, you don't have the opportunity to make a different change mm. um, and, to, and to do something for That's yourself. That's great info. Two things that just, just come up. Um, so someone said, is it possible to get a non-invasive procedure with large fibroids? I do not wish to be cut. 
open if possible with each birth the fibroids have grown bigger i'm not sure the current size what do you think about the assessor and i mean accessor and that's somebody else that we need to see more accessor i am you know i'm a very big proponent of accessor mm -hmm. you know i teach i teach accessor all over the country mm -hmm. i've been utilizing it for mm -hmm. years and years and years mm -hmm. since it was in its inception phase and so there's a role for excessor uh excess is good for certain, certain patients so you have to really you have to really see where you're at um as far as advanced fibroid disease and to where your fibroids are located right. to see if you're you're a candidate right. for for excessor and if scar um, tissue yeah, it's an, it's has an blocked the way right if too much yeah, scar it, tissue is blocked the way or when you say scar tissue like if the for, scar tissue is is basically giving you no point of clear like entry if there's a lot of even scar with tissue that, that being said if somebody's with, or, had with, previous surgery with other organs if it's like connecting it to other organs you know, there's an art to what's called adhesiolysis, which is, you know, mm -hmm. the removal of, of, of uh, scar tissue adhesions. Like there's an art to it. So just because you have scar tissue does not make you um, not a good candidate. I literally, today, I swear to God, today, I did a robotic surgery on a woman that had, she had two classical C-sections. So she had two surgeries where they cut up her belly to take her baby out. Wow. And she also had a vertical laparotomy for myomectomy. So that's three wow. vertical incision, three vertical incision, open abdominal surgeries. And she needed a hysterectomy. And so when I came, when I went in there, literally her, and she also had a large hernia um, that I had to deal with too. But her uterus was literally plastered to her her anterior abdominal wall like i mean when i tell you dense thick adhesions plastered up there i wow. hadn't even seen it. it was like some of the worst adhesions i've seen mm. but meticulous adhesions is the scar tissue y'all right. inside Right. Inside, that's what it's called. So from all those surgeries, it's healing tissue, whatever, and it basically made her uterus stuck to the top of her wall. But I was able to take it down, move her uterus, minimally invasive. She's actually leaving today, same day surgery, not in pain, doing very well. Well, at whereas you know, and so many you left her ovaries. So many, so many, so many people. Yeah, of course. So, and so many people have what told her vertical incisions were the only way. Um, you know, and, and she was, she was going to go through a very, what she had wound breakdown previously. She had a whole bunch of different things that happened. So, um, it's possible, but you have to have somebody that's skilled that knows what they're doing. Right. That's not going to butcher you. Cause I promise you, that's what I was saying on, um, on the show. It's like, you know, there are so many doctors out here that are just not good. And that's mm -hmm. why some of these things are happening. You really have to do your mm -hmm. research about people because once you have a bad surgery, it changes your life. Man. It you're, changes you're your life. I'm a you're witness. <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. So, so, so choose, choose wisely. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, someone says um, that as far as all the surgeries they've had and if they had that adhesions, procedure that you mentioned like the removal of the scar tissue what does that do in terms of um what is how can more scar tissue come from that removal of the scar tissue absolutely so scar 
scar tissue isn't removed. It's it's really it's called lysed, right? Lice. So so if 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 something if two things are stuck together and you need to remove one thing, the scar tissue in between them, you basically have to kind of break that scar tissue up to right. actually remove whatever it is you're trying to remove mm -hmm. or to operate so, on whatever you're trying to what operate. What is that? What is that? Is it burning it? Is it like no? It's, I mean, it's it? it's dissecting. Dissect. So, when 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 two when two when two tissue in of itself have planes right what we call planes meaning they're normal anatomy they're normal anatomical planes right when you breach or you compromise a plane of tissue from one organ for instance like if you fall down off your bike or if you do anything and you cut your arm it forms a scab it weeps it kind of has like a, a fluid that comes in it the same thing happens in your belly so when you make cuts burns or things or whatever you form scabs on the inside of your belly that's right and you stand when you stand up the bow and everything it comes together so as it heals in those scabs it's just basically scabs forming just imagine if you had a scab on your arm and you put you put some cotton on there and just it's let the scab heal with the cotton it's, it's gonna get stuck to it, it. Mm -hmm. that's exactly what's happening to your belly so anytime you're breaking that apart you you can formulate new scar tissue so you never can really get rid of scar tissue, scar tissue. You, can, right. you can meticulously put things back together right. again to decrease the the incidence of scar tissue but right. you know scar scar tissue anytime you have surgery unfortunately yep. is a it's a, risk. It's a, is, is a risk. side effect of it but yes. you have to make sure that the person is doing the damn surgery right. understands tissue planes to not burn excessively to not cut excessively right to be able to, to respect minimize things and put things to put things back together appropriately mm -hmm. to minimize your scar right. tissue and if you do that you don't have problems but the problem is people just cut they tear they rip they cut they just go they just trying to do whatever it is as quick as they can possibly put it back together and send you on about your way they don't care about your recovery they don't care about what's happening on the healing on the inside of your of your belly after they're done they don't care about none of that they just want the job to be done you to be safe you to be alive and go on about your right. business you need to be asking these questions about what a doctor's philosophy is as far as putting things back together again right. how they're trying to dissect your tissues what's the plan walk me through the surgery step by step what are you trying to do like you need to ask these questions be yeah. very detail oriented when you're talking to your doctors and you're choosing but you know, but, your but, surgeon but here's the thing i'm gonna be real honest they're not how are they going to be able to know how skilled they are to be honest unless they know someone who's been there i mean like so so i'm gonna tell you why right <laughs> very you you ask this well i try to i try to teach folks listen you ask very very pertinent questions right laser questions so, laser mm -hmm. questions these are questions that you ask hope you got a pen mm -hmm. if you're getting a laparoscopic surgery ask your doctor how many times they've had to convert to an open they surgery very fair, good conversion. Fair, fair question. Very good conversion fair, test. Fair question. Fair question. Have you ever had to open to a, uh, uh, you know, a, a open surgery? What's how many? How many? How? What's your complication rate? How many of your patients come back in with, you know, injury? How many injuries? How, have you how, how you many know that they're saying the truth though? Like, you see what I'm saying? You can, say, you can tell somebody lying because they'd be like, uh, um, um, well, you know, these are things that you know can happen. They're lying right there. If, if, I they sit up some, and say, if they start, if, I, to, if they don't, if it doesn't roll off their tongue, like if it doesn't roll off your tongue, and they kind of say, say but like, they you could also, my, what my could be a good liar. I'm saying it's hard. It, it, it could it's, be a good, hard to good be a liar. Good liar. It's hard because hard. you want to know why. You want to know, know. You want to know why? Because they don't get that question.
they don't get these questions to ask specifically about their surgical technique, about the complication. You don't get that from patients. What's the, what is the technique? What do you do specifically say? What do you do to yeah. minimize scar tissue? Absolutely. So, Phenomenal question. So what's Phenomenal the answer? Question. What answer should they look for? Say, so my answer, and I can't tell you all the answers, but my answer is this. And if someone asks me that, I'll say, I meticulously dissect things and don't overcut, don't overburn. I respect tissue planes so that things separate normally and keep their anatomic structure as much as possible. In addition to that, I put things back together appropriately, right? Mm -hmm. I put your peritoneum back together. I put your muscle back together. I put your fascia back together. There's no tissue layer that I don't put back together in its normal anatomical layer by uh, layer version. Layer, layer by layer. layer. That's what I do. And so with that being said, things don't get stuck together because I'm very respectful of your normal anatomy and restoring that anatomy as I close and do my surgeries. Right. That is an answer where somebody is saying, I am serious and laser focused about how you're healing and how's it right. going. If they can't give you an answer now, that's meticulous, then that's like, have questions. Right. So so there I see oh, people, you know, with questions and questions. Number one, this is why my team, who is referring you to Dr. P and all that, we do free group consultations on a weekly basis to answer your questions, to tell you, okay, if this is what you need to do, then you need to to meet with Dr. Pete, like to answer your questions. I can tell you that if you want, you already know you want surgery, go ahead and make a consultation. His website is linked right there at the link in our bio. Cause someone said, okay, you know what? I have a question for you. I have had a myomectomy in 2003. I got pregnant with my son in 2004, had a C-section now at age 47. My fibroids are back and full grown. Should I get another myomectomy, even though I don't want any more children, or should I get a partial hysterectomy? I do have a PPO insurance, so I can come and get um, and have the surgery performed where you are. Number one, I'm going to turn it over to you, but I got to start with just because you don't want to have children anymore is not a reason to get a hysterectomy. Facts. Because there, there's so many things, number one, that keeping your uterus does for your body. All right. Number one. Number two, because that's a very, that's a bad, that's a bad thing that people are just spreading out there oh you don't want any more kids get a hysterectomy like it doesn't create have other functions in your body number two is remember before you just say hey i just want to have a surgery count the cost like if you need a surgery and you want a surgery absolutely schedule a consultation with dr p you have a ppo even better just count all the costs because understand that it's it, what he said earlier, and again, I'm about to toss to you, to you. Do, do you need surgery or do you need lifestyle change? Because lifestyle, or do you need both? You always need lifestyle change. Do you want to make sure you do that and the surgery? Because if you don't, that's going to manifest in other ways anyway. Okay? So shortcut is you need to do both. Yeah, so, so I mean, with that being said, you know, I, I concur. Like, it, it really, everybody's situation is different. Um, hysterectomy may not be the answer for you. It may be an option. It just really depends on what you're going through and what your desires are. You yeah. know, I have women and women that come in and say, listen, I've been suffering from bleeding and pain and I can't, you know, tolerate it anymore. I'm having a significant quality of life uh, issue and I don't want to deal with this issue anymore. So if that is the case, then all options need to be put on, you know, but if you um, don't have those things or whatever, and there's stuff that you would rather to explore 
um, to see if it helps you with your symptoms, you can do that too. It everybody's different. There's not Everybody. one answer for any particular person. You know, there there are women with 10, 12, 13, 14 centimeter fibroids that have absolutely no symptoms, have normal periods, have no problems or what have you. Do they need surgery? Absolutely not. If they don't want surgery, they don't need it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's women that have two centimeter fibroids that are sitting in the cavity of their uterus that are having and it is. the hemorrhaging. time from hell. They're hemorrhaging. The time from hell. Yeah. And and they and they may need mm -hmm. surgery, but so it's 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 really all case about by the case person and what and case by case mm -hmm. of what's happening with you. Um and you know, again, I don't just, just sell myself. I put myself out here just so I can be educational. I'm not I'm not trying to just like beat over the people who over. Yeah, no, he's I got, not. I got but I'm multiple, telling you, I got multiple multiple patients. So <laughs> you see patients, um and scales, HR advice now, like these are my patients that are in here. So if I was if I was lying, I'm dying. Like they'd be telling here, you right now. They're, 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 they would be telling on me. So <laughs> they'd be pulling that we, carpet. They'd be telling on you right absolutely. now. Absolutely. But I'm going to say I have spoken to a lot. I have met with, I have spoken to and worked with a lot of GYNs. And I'm gonna tell you, Dr. P is one of one. I'm saying it because I believe it, okay? I believe it. I haven't seen this kind of dedication and precision. I haven't seen this kind of um, just honesty, right? So, but, and, and, and in all of that, I still say, remember, the very best thing is to never be cut. Like, that's the best thing ever. Facts. 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 Okay, because and I don't want to honestly. Yeah, if, no, if I don't have, to, and, if I can do it without surgery, absolutely. And, and guess um, what? If even if with the best meticulous care, what you can't avoid is that once you're cut, your body has to create scar tissue course. in order to heal, right? And oh, that's here we go. Yeah, here I know. Go. I'm about to bring up that question. I saw it. I and your body it. has to has to create scar tissue in order to do that. And that means that's something you will have to manage around. I have to manage around it every day of my life. That's why I'm, I, I, I have an anti-inflammatory protocol, all of that, because I am the last surgery I had was 2019. And that's, well, the last uh, abdominal surgery. And that's the last one I ever want to have. So that being the case, understand, if you have never had a surgery, I definitely advise you to, to explore, you know, what you can do to help your body. If you have had a surgery, if Dr. P uh, operated on you, please allow us to help you to help your body to prevent any future complications and more fibroids because a healthy and anti-inflammatory lifestyle protocol is going to help you. Now let's get to the question that I know you saw and I saw. <laughs> That's it. So, so Ellie said, what, Dr. P, what do you think about UFE procedure? Bing. All right. Bing. So let me go, let me go again. Let's start with it's not a silver listen, bullet. Stop lying listen, to people. I, listen, so this is for me, okay? And and again, this is one of those things where people oh, honestly a, are not, they're not, they, they really don't care about, it's it's a procedure, let me back up. Yes, it is a down, procedure. Back, back it, let me back let up. me tell you what it is, right? So UFE for everybody that wants some uterine fibroid embolization, UFE, UAE, same thing. It's both the, are the same, same thing. procedure. Mm -hmm. It is a it is a procedure in which an interventional radiologist, not a I've gynecologist, but an interventional radiologist basically maps out the blood vessels to your fibroids through a scan, mm -hmm. right? And with that scan, they take a little catheter, they go through either 
blood vessels in your groin or in your arm and they course it down and they go to the small blood vessels that are to those fibroids and they put an agent that basically blocks that blood vessel off. Particles. Right? Now, now, mind you. Fears. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So my now, mind you, some women, I, I have not been to a woman yet that I've, I've seen the an ultrasound or MRI where they say what her fibroids are and then I operate and they have those number of fibroids. That's number one. Number two, you can have 30, 40, 50, 60 fibroids. So you cutting off blood vessels for 30, 40, 50, 60 fibroids. I don't think so. It's not how it happened. Mm -mm. But, but to this point, I will start off by saying my mama, my sister, my auntie, my cousin, my friend, any woman that I know and have reach of, absolutely not. I will, I will tell again. you to the, to, to the heavens, don't do it. Don't right? do it. The, re the reason being is because, I, one, I don't agree with the, the, the procedure. And the reason why is because when you cut off the blood supply to any living tissue, it causes something called ischemic necrosis, necrosis. right? <laughs> ischemic necrosis is painful. Now, mind you, I see women that have had UFEs all over. Have I had success stories with UFEs? And people say, hey, I had a UFE. I feel great. Yes, I will tell you. But how I long? I will not say that every... How long do I will you not, feel great? Sometimes, I mean, I don't even follow them. I, I would just say, <laughs> to, to that point, okay. I will say, listen, I've had... If you give me 100 women, I would say maybe four or five of them may say, hey, I had a UFE. It was great. No problems. But for me, the overwhelming majority of women that have had UAEs or UFEs have chronic pain, bleeding, and issues, and they come back to me for me to operate and do things with. And that's why I am not a proponent because, again, if you sit on your hands right now, you go try When you go to, on the toilet, put your hand, sit on your hands. Do that for five, ten minutes. Hands will start tingling. Yeah. That's because you have no blood supply going to blood your supply. fingertips, uh -huh. right? When you get off of your hands, the blood supply comes back. You start to feel the feeling back. That tingling goes away. Imagine you doing that to a tissue inside of your body, mm -hmm. cut the blood supply off, and now you're not getting that blood supply back. Yeah. So that pain will be chronic. Yep. For, it doesn't happen to everybody. It depends on how extensive your fibroid disease is, how much of the blood supply they compromise, all of those things. But you're trusting that somebody cutting off the blood supply to your fibroids is going to just be productive and you don't have all of this pain. I see it too many times, too many women that have chronic pain, have chronic issues. I don't recommend it. I'm straight. I'm not telling anybody in my family, if you do it and it worked for you, great. But if anybody comes on my page like, oh, I did it, you should do it too. It's not for everybody. I promise you. If I, and I'm telling you, I wouldn't recommend nope. it to my family. That's what you need to listen to. Nope. Ask a doctor, would you tell your mama to do that? And if they would say, <laughs> If they say, no, I wouldn't, you need to really rethink it. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't tell my mom. I would absolutely not. Don't even Listen. say the word to my mom and my, my sister. Don't do it. So I, that's what I think about it. I'm very passionate about it. Because, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Because, because, <laughs> and the reason why is because it's, it's, it's monetized and weaponized, honestly. Thank um, and you. I had, I had, a, tell I had, it. I, I had a, a, you know, a, a personality who I, who I was on her show before she had, you know, this, this white guy who was an interventional radiologist who was boasting, who was boasting in Boston and doing all of this stuff about, about UFEs and UAEs and yep. telling black women and he's a specialist Run. and all that. Run. You're not a healthcare specialist, bro. They're not healthcare specialists. They're not. 
they do a different type of medicine. So when you have problems from UFE, it's somebody like me that's yeah. going to manage it. They don't They're not going to fix it. it. They're, They're not, not going to fix it. it. They're not going to do those things. So, and I had an argument online with him or whatever, and the reason, and I try not to do that, but when it comes to your health and misinformation regarding yeah. things that matter to you, I have a problem with that. Yeah. So when I get on these forums and I'm able to talk about yep. things like this, this is where I, I, I preach from the mountain. And I don't care who get mad yep. about it or whatever, because nobody see more fibroids than me. Yeah. Nobody see more patients with fibroids than me to be able to speak on it. And if somebody with that is had that does UFE UAEs, ask them how many fibroids they ever held in their hand. Yeah. Right? Never. They and, never and performed a fibroid surgery. So it's like, for me, I do this all the time. So, and I see the effects of UFE. Go back on my page. I actually put a picture of what a fibroid looks like after UFE. It's not a pretty thing. Oh my so, goodness. Let me shut up. I can so, no, no, no. And, and I'm only going to add to that because that person you're talking about, I had an interview with that person mm -hmm. where I was brought on as an ex, you know, as an expert, mm -hmm. as a, as someone who's dealt with it myself. So I said, the, the, the whole premise was, oh, why suffer? when you can just have the UFE, UAE, it's a silver right. bullet. Never right. have to suffer again. Don't let anybody tell you that. I had the surgery after I had my three myomectomies. I had the C-section and I did it in order to quote unquote, again, this is, remember, this is in 2012, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't know what Dr. P, I didn't, I didn't know any of this stuff. And um, I, I did it because so I was looking for a, a minimally invasive way of dealing with the fibroids because you know when they do the c-section they're not going to remove the fibroids the fibroids almost kill my daughter the, it was literally that's they told me to 21 weeks fibroids are literally pulling the lifeblood away blah, blah, boom so i knew they were there and i a year and a half later i'm dealing with fibroids again mm -hmm. yes that's him <laughs> i'm I dealing with fibroids again severely okay and they did a hysterectomy, a partial hysterectomy, left my ovaries, and I went into full-blown menopause. Left my ovaries, though. Why did I go into full-blown menopause? The mm -hmm. only thing that was different was I had had that surgery that cut off the blood supply, mm -hmm. right, to, to, to my, through my uterine arteries. So I said that in the interview, and I, he was so, oh, you're like one of the only cases I've ever heard that had complications. I'm like, you uh -huh. lying. You were lying. Uh, I'd be lying, man. Lying. Be lying. I, 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 I tried be lying to, the to be professional. I tried to be I went in, I went on, uh, if y'all could find the post, like I went in, like I tried to be cool, but he tried to pull it, like, and I, I just went professionally on him, I, you know, just like, you know, let, said, let's no, talk no. about facts. Yep. Let's talk about facts. Yep. You know? I said, no, I'm um, not the only one because I talk to clients all the time who've had. Um, the UFE and the and or the UAE's same name. I say this because people will tell you there's some difference. It's uterine artery embolization, uterine fibroid embolization. It's the same yeah. procedure, and they have had fibroids come back because yeah. the fibroids don't. Well, like, they never go away. They never go away. away. You have to. You still away. have to do things with your lifestyle in order yes. to break them down, right? So here's the deal. I want you to know if anybody, if you remember, a. A, it is completely abnormal to just cut off the blood supply to them. And then it is literally the, to those, to those, however many fibroids and, or they say they do it to the whole uterine artery. That's, that's scarier to your whole that's uterine. Crazy. That's scary. That's right. And the idea, the idea that it's a silver bullet that, oh, I don't know why women are dealing with fibroids. 
all they ever have to do mm. is the and one and then one told me the only reason they came back was because in order for the UAE to work, you're supposed to do it before having a myomectomy. So you don't have a myomectomy. You do the yeah, UAE, yeah. then you never have to worry about fibroids again. Stop it. And the thing that I hate is that, that they are predators. They are literally preying on black women. They are going into forums telling mm -hmm. black women, you don't have to suffer. You're disproportionately affected by this. You're bleeding and you're hemorrhaging. And they're acting like they're offering a solution. See, you yeah. got me on my soapbox now. Yeah. We be eating that up, man. They don't, they don't put me on the stuff. They'll put their ass on there. And I'm just like, okay. And it's just misinformation. It's just, it's, it's so aggravating. Somebody <laughs> asks like, what, 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 what are my thoughts on like my fembry? Like my fembry is a great drug. Um, but my, the only downside, and so my, my, my Fembry is a medication mm -hmm. that, uh, is designed to, uh, counteract excessive bleeding, bleeding. for women with, with fibroids. Right. Uh, and, and it, and it does have some, some, some effects, but women need a, it to stop the hemorrhaging right. while they're trying to find another solution. It's Absolutely. a, it's a, it's a band-aid band though. Band-aid. So it's, it's like transistemic acid. That's right, so you can you can you can only be on my family for up to two years. Like after that, you have to come off of yeah, it. So I, if it's and and if, we don't want you on it for two years. Right. <laughs> right. So if you you know, if you if it's bridging you over to something, bridging you the over solution. to surgery, bridging you over to pregnant, or bridging change. you over to yeah. something, yeah. absolutely. But don't don't look at it as a fix because it's not going to be a fix long term. It's 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 a bridge, a temporary bridge to get you to something else. Um, I'm going to take, somebody said, will they go away after menopause? It really, every case is different. It, your, it, your, what if your fibroids are driven by chronic stress? All right. Not necessarily by hormonal imbalance, but they're really driven by chronic stress. If that chronic stress is driving the acceleration of it on top of maybe vitamin D deficiency is a big deal thing you're dealing with. There are things that are scientifically connected to the presence of fibroids. There've been studies that show that like, you got to look at what your case is connected to. So do they go away? His studies have shown that some cases they do. Some cases they- So if you, if you, if you have a 10 centimeter fibroid and you wait no menopause to make them just disintegrate, <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. Right. right. So once they, you, you know, plan. What, 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 happens, what happens is, is that true and truth, it's not the quote unquote fibroids going away. It's that your symptoms are improving because with, menopause you have the lack of hormone production coming mm -hmm. from your ovaries so right. the things that happen with your uterus that are responsive to the hormones are going to improve with menopause right mm -hmm. meaning you know bleeding and cramping and those things will improve but it doesn't mean <laughs> the fibroid is going away so if you're somebody that has advanced fibroid disease and you don't just have bleeding or pain be from the fibroids, let's say you have frequency of urination or you have pain yeah. with sex or, have, or, or, or mm -hmm. other issues or pain mm -hmm. uh, from it, don't count on menopause to just now make your fibroids smaller. Yeah. It's just not going to, the reduction inside, there is minimal reduction mm -hmm. when you take some of that hormone away, but it does not go from 10 centimeters to zero. It just, it doesn't happen that way. I've operated on many 55 and older women with fibroids that just can't deal with it anymore. Not having periods, not having bleeding, not having cramping, but have these huge fibroids that are just still making their life, life miserable. Mm -hmm. So, um, somebody that answer. you just answered another question. So, that's great because somebody just asked about that. Yeah. Um, yes, my so. Fembri and Orion are they do the same thing, but uh, they're.
They, 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 shouted, they shouted him out. They did say his name. Good. Yeah, I said that. Yes, that's said him. That. I it's said Dr. it. Dr. Littman. That's him. That's him. That's, that's him. him. Yep. Um, I did an interview with Tamika Mallory, you know, the activist. Uh-huh. And the, <laughs> she, <laughs> that was the one. All right. So to wrap it up, you have the links at the bottom. Um, we are in this to really help women end the suffering. We want you to know that you've got people you can trust. That's the bottom line. We're going to tell you the truth. We're going to tell you the truth. And, and like you, you know, we are in it for real. Like I have women there, but I'm praying with them the morning of or whatever. Like we're supporting you for real, right? And, and going to give you the truth and help you to make the empowered decisions because it is your health. We want to empower you to have the desired outcomes with the decisions that feel right for you, not making decisions yeah. for you. It is your health helping you to make the right decisions for you. All right. Somebody said, Mr. Dr. P is a godsend. I agree with you. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. I tell you, but we don't want AI, Dr. P. We just got to find a way for you to teach more, put more hands and, and train more people. Um, what are the statistics of fiber grew during pregnancy oh man it depends on so, uh, so somebody asked like what are those those options for those without insurance is expensive for consultations and possible surgery so that i would say honestly and this is not even being mean you got to get insurance mm -hmm. like it's it's you you have to trying to pay for any type of and it's not me Right. People think like, oh, doctors get paid. The hospital. No, it's the hospital. Yeah. From, you gotta from, do it in from a, every in feed, I, from the OR, all that stuff. You're talking exorbitant amounts. And I am the lowest person on the totem pole as far as getting paid any type of fee. Um, so don't think OR. of it that way. But you're not going you're not going to be able to pay for you talking about like 90 to 100 thousand dollars, like from OR fees. The hospital like, room, the you're OR. You're not going to do that. So if you do not have insurance, you really need to, you know, uh, get some form of insurance. And I know I can't put money in it to count everybody's pot money or what have you, but paying for an insurance plan and having uh, a plan to do that for a year um, is, and have a strategic plan so you can get your surgery within that year is, is, is so much more attainable than actually trying to come up with the actual cost for surgery um you know oh, wow. so and as far as like yeah, con con consultation fees like like I, I i do try to work with people as far as the consultations and stuff are concerned but you know the same point at the same token like consultations i literally am taking out after like for, for instance today i've been in surgery the entire day i'm gonna be on call and stuff tomorrow i take time out of you know my life for my kids and everything else to talk to you for an hour hour and a half however long it is to answer every single question that you have mm -hmm. um in addition to when you do need surgery facilitating that when you come and post-op care and all that stuff so you know it's an investment in yourself you know at the end of the day it's a small investment in yourself uh for all of the things that i have to do so um that's that's my answer to that but i think uh the other thing is, is for people who may not have um, insurance and, you know, there are things for us, like these are free resources we give you to help, right? So at the Detox Now, we have a free anti-inflammatory food list. We offer free consultation, um, group consultations and support in our support group. 
to know things that you can start doing to even just help with the symptom management, okay? Mm -hmm. Because wherever you are, there's something you can do, all right? Even while you're trying to get me to get insurance or you're trying to see how your body's going to respond. Like at the end of the day, we wanna make sure something is always available to you. That's why I say start there because guess what? Even if it's just, I'm gonna change my diet. Many people, they have followed and changed our diet and that was the first step and started to have so much improvement that it gave them hope to continue on their journey, right? And then someone said, um, if I don't have symptoms, I don't- Yeah, I just thought I, I was gonna answer that. I, I, do I have to? It really yeah, you don't. It's a personal, yeah, I mean, it's a personal I would, choice. I would, I would, no, I would, no. I would, I, would say, I would say this, yes. The, the the rule of thumb is yes if you're not having symptoms from fibroids then no you don't need surgery like you could just leave them be unless you have advanced fibroid disease in which they are very big they're protruding your abdomen and it's maybe to the point where your surgical options Same. change if they get to the bigger because realize once you get to a certain point like options start to change like mm -hmm. you know it's 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 you have to get these large masses out of very small holes like it's it becomes very difficult you know yeah. so you know and you're, the you're, surgery you're running becomes more difficult absolutely. and becomes more threatening for you absolutely. more absolutely. risks associated with you right um and then the other thing again remember i said that if your body is going to be responsive to lifestyle change i say if you don't have symptoms yeah. Give your body the best option. That's why we created our fibroids kit in our program so that you have tools to help you to start where you are. Okay. And then see how your body responds. And yeah. if that's the case, and it's at least you can hinder, you know, with growing or however your body's going to respond. We've seen a lot of different things happen. You have tools, you have options, you have support, but don't do nothing. That's the thing. Don't do nothing. Don't sit there and do nothing. <laughs> That's what I would recommend. All right. Um, hey, Kiana. Any other questions that we have here? That's it. Somebody yeah, said she I, believes the vaccination was a trigger to her fibroids growth. I'll let you know. <laughs> I ain't about to do all that, man. I'll be out here. Sure. Appreciate it. No, that, no, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> No, no your, your lifestyle is a bigger trigger than do. that. Mm -mm. Has nothing to do with it. Mm -mm. Uh, but but, but yeah, I so. will say this: the pandemic, the the chronic stress in the pandemic, did cause. Uh, I had one of the most stressful years of my life. Yeah, everything, stress is something. Everything yeah, was on a regular time. trend, and then I had that year mm -hmm. tripled in size. Everything before that, it was real kind of staying yeah, stress, the same. Which which is also contributes to black women's problems too like absolutely chron chronic stress or whatever chronic so that stress increase the what, to what we have chronic inflammation absolutely yeah. so, so that versus that vaccination yeah. all right so sunila start you asked the same question i said take the quiz at the link in our bio at the detoxnow.com forward slash quiz and you'll get more information there on you know what is recommended for you and you can book a free registrator for a free consult if you want um, I think we're good to go. Thank you so much. Thank cool. you, Dr. P. I will follow. Thanks for having me. Everybody, God Bye. bless. Y'all already know. Right. You already know fibroidslayer.com. Yeah. We need to talk to him about your case. All right? All right, guys. All right, All right. Take, take care. All right. All, right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being with us. We are grateful for the opportunity to just be in your life.
Um, we really do. We, we honor you and we appreciate you. Please know that um, all we care about is your, your, your health being, um, being a dream, really being a joy, living an abundant life and abundant health, and that we're doing everything that we can to support you in doing that. So if you're dealing with, I'm going to re repeat it, if you're dealing with any uh, of these issues, you want support, guidance, take the quiz at the link in my bio, follow both Dr. P and I, take the quiz at the link in my bio at uh, thedetoxnow.com forward slash quiz. And then also uh, Dr. P is on our page as well, but you can definitely go directly to his website, fibroidslayer.com to book a consultation with him. But know that what we recommend you do is definitely have the integration of um, the work that we do together so that you have the support of both the traditional and the holistic. So the lifestyle support that you need to not just prepare if you are going to do surgery, to prepare for it, help your body prepare for it, and then help on the post-op to heal um, and to help your body prevent complications in the future. Um, and if you don't want to have surgery and you uh, want support to know what to do with uh, what you're dealing with, again, take the quiz at the link in my bio, register for one of our free group console options or free, free console options because we have group and private. Um, and then we will help guide you, support you, and um, help you live an abundant life. We love you. Bye.